0: So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social, the show where the Kauai Army share their thoughts on all things town. And well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, town. What a game on Sky! Hip, hip, hooray! And all that sort of stuff. What a night it was under lights at Portman Road as Town beat Derby 1-0. And of course, this is the main show on Monday as the flagship show is not until later in the week because the boys are not about... But we're going to bring you a great fan social to get you ready for the week ahead. Hope you you will enjoy this um, pod. uh, Ready for the week slash your trip to Port Vale, if you're going. I'm joined by three fine gentlemen in Bainesy, George and Peachy as we break down the win against Derby and look ahead to Port Vale. Of course, a trip to Vale Park for the first time since 2000, I think it was, before, of course, we won promotion to the Premier League. Um, Enough of me, though, chatting. Uh, let's bring in the boys that are joining me this week. We've got Bainesy first up, who, um, well, everyone always praises me on my beard, but look at this fine gentleman. If you're watching on video, you can see bloody hell, Bainesy. It's a beast of a beard. How are you, my friend?
1: Very good. Very, very good. Yeah, channeling my inner uh, Bilikowski slash Milo Jedinak. Um, that's a bit of an older older reference I guess Jed Mac retirement a little while ago but yeah all um, all, all, good thank you um, yeah the, the beard's a funny one I, I don't quite know where it's going to stop I feel like if I shave off now this is the longest it's ever been um, my, my work don't you know we've got no kind of dress code or policy so I can literally keep it for as long as I want so I think my rule is until Mrs B tells me it's time to go then we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it going. So we'll we'll see. Perhaps I have to get some more pictures on Twitter to to kind of document the the um the growth. But yeah, good um good good week this week. I think obviously news at the start of the week. Ed Sheeran and another year, which is fantastic news. Um, you, you know, a, a global megastar of um of you know his kind of his kind of fame is, is is so good to have him associated with town. And it's great that they were so keen to announce it early. They didn't wait till like, you know, what you normally expect kind of, you know, Feb, March kind of time. They they might start to, to mention it. I think it was last year they, they did that. I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, just just fantastic to have him on board again. And then um, obviously turn to, to Friday night. Um, I did manage to briefly catch um, a bit of the, the Mark Ashton um, interview. So, talk sport, where, uh, were at uh, Portman Road. Um, Mark Ashton, uh, talking to uh, Andy Goldstein, and um, obviously, man former Liz Parrish, Darren Bent. Um, just a- again, like I'm not surprised because obviously I've never heard him do a bad interview, but the just the way he speaks again is just effortless. He's just like such a you know, a, a top operator, and I just think like imagine you know that the takeover didn't happen and imagine that was like Leo Neal sat there and I imagine it would have been a lot more awkward, but he was just, you know, he was just, he had all his points. He was just really articulate talking about the the fantastic, you know, black away kit. I think he said they'd sold like 30,000 tickets. It like um, 30,000 shirts. Um, it just like smashed all, all, all records ever. um, You know, and there was obviously there's the the pre-orders to come with the new shirts. He talks about the controversy of the the black kit as well. As a traditionalist, it wasn't quite for me. Um, I I hate to be a stickler. I I did write to the club um, just because I think sometimes if it's really bugging you, then it's worth saying because I feel like the club are more responsive now. And I'd I'd like to think he read it. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but either way. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like tradition is tradition you you don't change that for a one-off game on sky um but it but it worked and and we won on sky and it was it was fun, fantastic um yeah, really really like good good performance, good you know ground out the, the three points if we want to be in the top two kind of towards you know the real business end of the season as they as they say you know those are the games you have to win. Um, start was a bit frantic and a bit you know back and forth our kind of passes in the final third were, were very very poor Bainsey
0: um, Bainsey can I stop you there I want to I want, we want to break it down more in depth with the other boys as well so I don't want you to get too carried away point so far but I want to bring George and Peachy in because at the moment they're just sort of having a nice little just just chilling watching this, us so you need talk about
1: this is where you, you need, need to be like oh, I know, but I'm, so I'm a fun. polite young
0: man anyone knows this I'm polite I don't like to ever interrupt people, but I just thought he's go he's going somewhere. He's going down a tunnel where we're not joining him. But always good points. And as I said, beautiful, beautiful beard. Watch on video if you were and um, listening on audio because it's beautiful beard. But let's bring in George. George, my friend, always good to see you. How are you? And um Very I good. Talk as much as Bangers but at the start.
2: No I sort of forgot I was on a podcast then. I was I was just watching you two. I felt like I was, you know, eating my dinner, just watching you, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm on this thing, yeah. Um, no, very excellent points by the way. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't want to interrupt you, but um, yeah, I do you know what I, I really enjoyed it. Um, again, being on Sky, all the worries were going around, and thanks to Sky, I missed a Portman Road game for the first time in about 10 years and had to settle for watching the game in a hotel in Birmingham. Um, and the Brummies just completely confused as to why why i'm sat there in an ipswich top watching it but um and what that screaming was you know when when uh when jackson took it around the keeper and you know but i enjoyed the game uh football is a game of opinions i i sort of disagree with the with the third kit i like it i think it's it's in in with the trend of modern football uh listen i don't want it to happen every week but i um i enjoyed the sort of one-off occasion it looked a really good spectacle it's a gorgeous kit, and you know, if it was a if it was a third kit that was rubbish, like Man City's one that they had, where it's got their name written across oh. it, and it, yeah. Oh. But you know, I think it helps. It's a really nice kit, which might have swayed my opinion. But um, no, do you know, do you know what? It's a shame I couldn't couldn't experience the atmosphere, but seeing it on Sky and getting a sort of different perspective, um, it looked like a it looked like a great time. But as far as the game went, I um, I enjoyed. It. We'll break it down a bit, um, but fully deserved to win. So. Onwards and
0: upwards. Indeed, my friend. Indeed, my friend. Well, Peachy, you've been there, sitting there very nice and patiently. Um, it's been thunder, storms, lightning, rain this weekend. Um, how are you, my friend?
3: I am uh, very well. I'm happy to be joining you three, fine gentlemen, this evening to record this. But first, just I've had a message from my legal people. I need to issue an apology. So, dear Mr Heath. In the last few game days, I've referenced Derby County to being your team, as in Marquise, Derby County. This is very wrong of me. I must apologise, knowing that you've now lived in Suffolk for nearly 30 years. So you must have moved down here when you were very, very young. So now I apologise again. It is now Marquise, Town and Suffolk. Right, on to Friday night. Yeah, it was a brilliant game. Brilliant game. Well, so brilliant for us because we won not the most as I say for a neutral not the greatest game the atmosphere I thought was 10 times better than the uh the Lincoln game but as we know Portland Road under the lights always brings out a special special atmosphere as we've been talk about the kit I'll give my opinion I'm a very I'm a bit of a traditionist I I like the, the black kit I will be ordering it but for me when you're at home you wear blue but in if yeah, that's but that's how modern football is going because I believe that Morecambe they played in their away kit on Saturday and they were at home to Barnsley. I'm not sure what that was about, but yeah, I'm ready to chew the fat over Friday's game.
0: Right, then let's bring it on, let's not muck about Bainesy, bring you back in. You are, you are allowed to talk again. Um, I just thought we needed to bring the other boys in, get the con- conversation flowing. Um, and we've got a lot to talk about. Um, of course, we've got a lot of things to cover as well later on the show. Of course, the strike and also Port Vale. Looking into that, our first visit there for a long time. But Bainesy, um, I want to start off with the team. The lineup There's always a debate on what's Kieran McKenna going to do this week, this night, blah blah blah. I mean, he went for pace, didn't he? Uh, Jackson, John, Jew starting. Um, what's your thoughts on t- you know the first eleven?
1: I don't normally waffle. I'm normally really succinct with these. So, uh, sincerest apologies to to game day listener or to to listeners of the pod if you had to the me on but anyway yeah um I like Jackson I really like him I think you know it's, it's basically him and Donassistin who have been kind of tarnished by the Paul Hurst era. but you know Jackson all, always always works hard and I think when you've got a back line that has like what was, what was they saying I think it's a combined age of like 90 or something they're, they're gonna tie it. it's, it's gonna it's gonna gonna happen. Um, first half didn't, didn't quite come off second half you just kept going and going and going and, and that's what you need it's the same as the Cambridge the Cambridge game you know it, it took a while for them to break down and we're patient and I think the second half we we're much more in control again Jackson's work rate that's where the goal came from he literally saw that the pass was going a little slower snuck onto it he missed it but it was a really tight angle and it was you know he was drifting further out. I think he was leaning slightly to the side as well. Hit the post. Wes Burns, you know, Marcus Harness like calm composure. Bang, slots it in, and then I think, yeah, exactly. It was just, it was just great. It was like time kind of slowed down for a second, um, and then I don't think it was really in, in doubt. They, I don't, I can't remember them having much in the, the second half. But apart from those last couple of minutes, where I always feel a bit nervy, it was. I think he was done by like 80 minutes. I, I can't remember. can't remember anything. So, yeah, great to grind out the three points. Um, yeah, as, as I said before, we have to win those games if we want to be in the top two. And I think that's what really we have to to start doing now, building this momentum towards Christmas. Was that more succinct? No,
0: it's good, <laughs> I liked it. It was good. It was good. Um, Going to segue over to you now, George. George. Um, Baines covered the team news. What was your thoughts on the team news and just the first half as a whole? Because um, you know it was a bumper crowd twenty us twenty eight plus thousand live on Sky. All the cameras about. Um, yeah, it was a good atmosphere, but you just never know what's going to happen in the first half. And yeah, team news. You don't. And I've sort
2: of learned to just go with the flow with with McKenna. I think it's he's the first manager really that I've looked at a team sheet and and don't really think about it. You know, because I, I, you know, with him that there's a reason why he's done it. Um, in the past, we've seen you know Paul Lambert or or Paul Kirk, they've made irrational changes really, and you, you don't. It was rotation for rotation's sake. Whereas, you know, whenever you see Jackson in the lineup now, you know at the end of the day, McKenna likes Jackson, so so I do. That's the way I'm looking at it. Um, and you know that his lineups have got a game plan, so I don't really look too much into them. Um. As much as I would have done in the past, uh, obviously there are individual players who I I do think are out of form and do need to uh, to be dropped. Just you know, not completely. I think Marcus Harness is one of them. I'll talk about him later. Um, and Burns, I know he scored the goal, but I was I was really advocating for him to to have a break out of the team. And uh, you know, I thought prior to this game, considering he's got a, a World Cup place at his disposal, he's been miles off it. Miles, and if we're honest, he's been miles off it all season. Um, I don't know if that's because he's he's had a really good year last year and he's not quite got up to it or if he is just, you know, settling into the level that he probably is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, in terms of the lineup, I, I don't read too much into it. I, I trust McKenna and what he wants to do. And I thought the game plan worked, to be honest. I thought he obviously wanted to u- utilise the pace. I thought we'd done that, got into some great areas, but just didn't quite have that cutting edge. And, um, you know, that's been a sort of, running theme over the last couple of um, couple of games and you're worrying the history is going to repeat itself. But as it goes, we um, we managed to managed to do it.
0: We did. We did indeed. Um, Peachy, you were there under lights at Porton Road. We spoke before the game. Um, thank you very much for looking after my stall. little peek behind the curtain. He had to look after my stall because so I left it with him on Tuesday night because I couldn't be asked to travel back with it. But enough of that. I'm just talking about nonsense now. <laughs> um, but Peachy, um just the first half, you know, Derby, you know, we, it's an opportunity to take on a poor worn side. That's not Rotherham, it's Derby County. Um, and yeah, I thought, you know, as you said in your intro, it wasn't, you know, a great spectacle in terms of League One football. You know, I'm sure a lot of people who probably don't watch League One football were watching it on Friday night because it was on Friday. Um, but yeah, not the greatest first half, but it was what it was, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it was a bit of a bitty first half, to be honest, but... For once, normally we like to fly up the traps, don't we, and take take it to teams. But to be fair to Derby, the first five minutes, it was pretty much all of them. But then once we got settled, and I say, I can't really remember any, I mean, I think we, Wes Burns sort of missed a header. I think it was Leo that crossed it in. If you'd have got a glance at it, it might have got in. But I can't really think of any chances for either side Um, first half. And you could tell a poor one side, they're very organised defensively. And um, I think a lot of teams now, Especially the last few games have been targeting our right-hand side with Denassian and Anna Burns, and even when Chapman's been playing, or um, was it John Jules sort of in that role, or Harness, they kept rotating. So that's what some, we've got to sort of get past. If that makes sense. we're we starting using our left side a lot more. But I, was, I firstly thought that the defence had a real good game. You know, let like say, can you remember Walton really making a save? I mean, I remember a, a cross coming in and him punching it away. Other than that, I thought we defended really, really well. To be honest, Leif Davis, you can see why we paid nearly a million pound for that, that lad. He he is Clark. He's in, without sounding arrogant, like a few in our team, he's too good for League One. So we need to get the Championship ASAP because clubs will eventually come swooping, shall we say?
2: Peter, just going back on that um, open opening five minutes we're talking about. Don't you think that? that is completely set in the tone for all of our games recently. You um, can sort of, from the from the Lincoln game, I thought, you know, we, we started that game really slow and I I worry, and again, they've proven me wrong because they, they got the goal in the whatever 70s, whatever it was, but I worry that when we haven't killed a team off in 10 minutes, it seems like it's going to be a bit of a long afternoon.
3: Yeah, I, I must admit, I think Morecambe away was the same and I think we all turn up at Morecambe think, oh, we're going to steamroller these but more come out, got on our faces. And we didn't, I think there's more teams have noticed that and they're targeting that now. Like you say, Lincoln game was a slow start. And the problem with Lincoln game was they got the goal and then to be fair to Lincoln they were defended brilliantly. So
2: they were excellent, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I it's you could yeah it could be a concern, but like you said with the team who's McKenna, you just know he's gonna he, he watches so much sort he'll sort that I I feel. I feel Port Vale away we will
2: get an early goal i think the good thing is as well no matter what sort of tactics he's got in mind whether he wants to go in behind or whatever we have got the options to change the complete dynamic of the team with freddie Ladapo on the bench that mm-hmm. that's everything and that's you know he tried to do that at, i think it was Atkinson, wasn't it and he uh, he tried to to uh to play you know with with the wingers in behind or whatever and uh, you know Ladapo comes on and changes the game completely. So I, you know, I I, I don't worry necessarily with the lineup because I think worst case scenario we've got a forty-five minutes with a completely different dynamic to to sort something out.
0: Of Course five subs helped, doesn't it? Five subs yes. helped a lot. <laughs> helped a lot in this uh, this season. That,
2: that will be that will honestly be one of the the big reasons why we we will go up this year. It is, yes,
1: yeah, I I it, agree. I mean, Derby their their side, like Paul Warren said, I think, what was it? It was a mix of like Dad's Army and a crash or something. He's got like, people <laughs> like, you know, the the real kind of thirty five, thirty six knockins of their career, right back to, um, oh, what's the name of the defender? Cashin. I was Cashin. really impressed by him. Yes. If they if they don't go up this season, he is long gone. I was I was so I was so I think because the first half was so like back and forth i kind of completely missed it and then i think it was like in the in the fair, in the kind of um half time they mentioned him and then i watched him afterwards so i was like this kid is absolute class you can you can see he's going to be he's going to be a you know a premier league player in a few years no doubt because just so so intelligent the way he was reading the game cutting out um cutting out passes and they mentioned at half time, or in the second half, I can't remember when it was. He's he's like he's got that vision, like that de Bruyne vision, where he can just like see in his mind like this is where I want the ball to go. And his vision is just just exceptional. So I was very impressed with him. I think if I'd take one player off that team, it would be it'd, it'd be him. I think he's he's different gravy if if Wolfenden were to move on, if they didn't stay up, if they did manage to keep him somehow. Well, he didn't go up, and they did manage to keep him. Then, I'd hundred percent be looking at at him. And then the only other thing I was going to say is obviously the signing of Kamara on deadline day looks a very, very, very good one. Unfortunately, with um, with Lee Evans going down, it doesn't um, doesn't sound good. I guess we'll have to wait and see how long um, how how bad that is. But it doesn't sound good, does it? No, looking but at like,
3: look at look at sorry, look at McKenna's like uh, interview after the game. They sort of mentioned it. And he was very downbeat. I think. He knows it could be quite. Serious. I think it could be a couple of months. I hope it isn't because Lee Evans has been fantastic, and it showed how much we missed him towards in last year. Because I think it was against Cambridge at home, like we were starting to struggle a bit, and Lee Evans was starting the bench that day. Brought him on, he was spraying past everywhere and just cutting them open again. But just put yeah. back to Cashin. Sorry, go back. He played. He played like a veteran defender. I think good old Mark Beck said like he was just everywhere. As soon as the ball come in, bump, he's there. He was, I'd say, cutting out every single pass, reading the game really well.
0: Like I say... It's a Derby County podcast now, appraising other teams' play. Yeah, as well. I'm joking, I'm Sorry. I, I, I was impressed he, by him as well.
1: Is mm. he theirs as well, or is he on loan?
0: I think he is theirs, I think. be.
1: he's he a, a weird sliding doors moment. Obviously, Lee Evans, I think, when you saw that kind of stamp down, if he'd have gone off, he wouldn't have been injured. So yeah. Then it, but then you can't tell, obviously, the, the way the result that would have been a very different game. Game if he did, uh, he'd he'd gone off, but I think he was he was very lucky. And I think look, it, it, you know, we we can't talk about the ref too much, but it was uh, not not great, is it? I mean, yeah, as as per yeah. So I think sorry, sorry if any shadowy figures watch this and I get fined by the EFL, but um, yeah, not great.
2: I think Ross has got a backlog of my EFL referee videos that get, I'd have to private if they got released, to be honest.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Good points. But um, yeah, not, not, um, not for air um, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, um, just to clarify, your yeah, is a, a Derby County player. He's, he came through their youth academy. So um, I'm sure they're pretty happy on mm. how they've developed him. Um, George. Over to you to talk about and praise town players. Um, and you wanted to talk about Marcus Harness. Um, take it well, away.
2: Well, I wanted to talk about Marcus Harness in a in a bit of a negative light. So oh. I'll talk. I'll <laughs> talk about the ones first. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, Caden Jackson. I've mentioned him before. Um, listen, he's not everyone. But I can't believe there was a time in the championship where he was our starting number nine, and we relied on him for for all the goals to keep us in a division. However, you can't fault his work rate. Um, I thought he was good on Friday. Obviously made the goal. He should have scored it himself. But um, I thought he played well. I thought the back line, you know, I thought Derby County were poor, if I'm honest. But I thought they, they kept solid. And, and I think Wolfenden deserves a bit of credit, really. I think he's he sort of turned into the sort of new Lee Evans because Lee Evans has started to get the credit that he deserves when he was perhaps the unsung hero and I think and sort of is becoming that now. Just, you know, going back to the Lincoln game last week, he played in, in the half by himself as that sort of sweeping defender. He's almost like, to use a rugby analogy, a bit of a sort of a fullback. You know, he's got the whole back half of the pitch to himself and he's just having to cover for everyone. And I think, you know, he's kept his head really well. Uh, and I thought, you know, again on Friday, he was, you know, solid. Um, and Evans, I mean, that is just let's hope it's a short-term thing because that'll be a huge loss i've got him down so far as my player of the, of the season to be honest i think we you know I, I can't think off the top of my head oh it's cambridge cambridge the game he came on and he just changed the game completely um he's added a lot more to his game i think as well from from last year i think mckenna's made him a better player i think he spots a pass better he's not as lazy with his passing there was a time where he'd just sort of hook a ball over the top and hope for the best Whereas Now there seems to be vision. There's, you know, and he really, he makes his mark on a game and he, and he had done on Friday night and he, you know, he was carrying on in that vein. And, you know, if Morsey wasn't the captain and you had to drop one of them out of the team, it was almost looking as if Morsey would be the one. Uh, and that's a huge, obviously compliment to to Evans because Morsey's phenomenal. I, I love Sam Morsey. Um, so yeah, I think mean, I mean to be honest, I think there was you could go through the whole team and, and compliment them all individually. As I say, Marcus Harness for me, he needs to do more. But while we're in a in a positive mood, yeah, I'll say they they all look good against the I have to say a really poor derby team. Just jumping ahead to Paul Warren's comments after the game, he said it was two good sides. I think he's he's looking through some really well. I know he's a Norwich City fan. But I think he's looking through some really Derby-tinted glasses because they are not a good team. They are a very, very average team. And it was like looking at sort of Paul Cook's team from last year. You signed all the players, you make all the right noises, but ultimately you're a bang average team with players that some of them haven't made it at their own club. And I, I, I thought they were poor. I really did. Um, but credit to us, we got the job done. You can only beat what's in front of you. And uh, they stood up to the atmosphere well and, you know, got the win.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, we'll sort of continue talking about Derby, but we'll try to segue into some other stuff as well. But Peachy, Baines, I'll let you finish off as well. Um, let's talk about the goal as well. We haven't really spoken much about it. I know we, we talked about it on passing. Of course, it wasn't the most um, unbelievable goal, but it's um, a goal that was had to be worked for. Um, of course, Wes Burns scoring an empty net, but you always have to be composed in that position because some players used to just whack it and go, you know, you miss. But Wes Burns, Peachy, he was composed and finish well.
3: Yeah, I think you see the highlights back as Mark Tarnas go, well, you've got time, you've got time, but I've been, because obviously I sit behind in this uh, upper, so Bobby, it's like time just stood still, it really did, but you have to say again, credit Jackson for getting that chance, and he, and he said he should have scored, and like, you see Wes Burns the end of the game, he said, I was in that position, because I was ready to celebrate with Jacko, and he scored, but it just came back to him, he composed himself, bang, straight in, but am Away from the goal, I also think John Jules needs a little bit of a praise as well, leading the line, because one of the notice for him, when the ball comes to him, he backs backs the defender straight away, not found, sort of, you know, this is my space. He brings the ball down, then he brings others into play. It's sort of like, how can got to put it, a weaker Ladapo role, if that makes sense. Because is more, you know, muscly, I'm going to jump in at people. John Jules is in at my feet. Yeah. And quick on Marcus Harness... I couldn't fault his work rate, uh, I was about to say Tuesday, Friday night. I thought he, uh, people say he gives the ball away a, a lot. He does, but he, he is still getting used to the way we play, I think, as well, because he's, he's come from a different style of play from under Cowley at Portsmouth into, like, McKenna ball. It's going to take time, but he's scoring goals. And, yeah, I'll put up to you, Baines, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, controversially to to what I said before, I think the ref does deserve a shout out for going to the the linesman for the penalty. Um, obviously, we can the the you know what happened on on Tuesday was was awful, very snap. You know you shouldn't do that as a referee that that early in a game if you're not sure. Um, his view was heavily obscured as well, but fair play to him. He went over, he consulted with the the, the lines uh, the linesman and 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 he gave it and um, yeah, just unfortunate from Jackson, but he did a good thing and then he did a bad thing of not realising that a goalkeeper was like two foot off his line. But you can't can't have it all, I guess. But, but yeah, I think with as soon as Burns got the ball, it's like there is that kind of nagging thing in your backyard. It's like he's going to sky this, isn't he, or it's going to go wide or something. You know, years of of you know being beaten up as a, as an Ipswich fan, but yeah, fair play to him. Got some composure, and as I said before, I think after that i can't even really remember that i'll be i'll be doing much i I might be wrong and i I might be looking at it through through ipswich you know tinted glasses but i can't i can't remember it you know at at all but yeah big big fred as well I, i love that guy i think he's he's fantastic and i think he's another kind of unsung hero and he does a lot of you know good hold up play bringing other people in you know Yes, he hasn't got the goals that perhaps you would have expected, but I think he still you know, plays a massive part of, of this team. And I think if you look at it from a formation perspective, you know, reverse the the, the 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 defense. The defense is fluid. It can be three. It can be four. You know, it's it's the front. You know, three, and then you know whoever's up front. You know, it's it's all interchanging. It doesn't matter um, who who scores or, or who gets on the end of it. It's all all interchanging. So yeah, I I love Big Fred. I think he's fantastic. And yeah. I think he'll be very valuable as the season comes on.
2: Could I just say quickly, sorry, just going back to the penalty, uh, isn't it nice to see a linesman make a decision as well? You know, I, I won't I won't go too much into the referees, but there's been a couple of times uh, Ross has got his head in his hands. Uh, no, don't worry. It's not bad. Um, no, it's nice to see a linesman make a decision because uh, usually they do wait for the referee, and that's not an EFL problem. That's That's a football problem. And uh, he was the best place to see the penalty, and he made the decision. So credit where it's due. And uh, yeah, as you say, uh, Wildsmith was closer to the penalty spot than his own goal. But you know what? Do you know what wound me up this morning? I, I was on the, uh, I was on Twitter as as I always am, and uh, one of my suggested things was like Derby County because they were sort of the topic, and uh, it was Derby admin saying another great penalty save from Joe Wildsmith. Come on. Another great penalty save. He might as well have gone and booted the ball off the penalty spot anyway. And uh, he just fell on top of it. So I'm not having that. But you know what? Fair play to Jackson. And like McKenna said in his uh, post-match interview, he, he bombed it up the other end and, and was defending in that kind of right-wing-back role after after missing it. So, you know, credit to him. And credit to him for taking it because uh, I don't envy anyone taking it in front of 28,000 people when live on Sky when the game is probably in the balance at that point. So, you know,
0: yeah, because um, the other penalty takers were off at that point because Chaplin was an unused sub and Lee Evans was subbed off at that point. So it's like, I was wondering actually, who's going to take this? you think maybe Wes Burns because he's already got a goal, maybe he would step up, but Jackson, because he's a striker, um, he stood up and yeah, I missed, but it is what it is. I'd uh, we... left foot to sort of whip Ooh. that top foot. But, That's you good know, show. yeah, it's a good shout. But yeah, I think it's, as you said, in front of a massive crowd who, who's got the who's got the kahunis to, to take it, and Jackson was the man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got two more nuggets to talk about, boys, from the game. Um, first nugget is Christian Walton's very nice orange goalkeeping kit. That's the first time we saw that. That looked very nice. When he took off his... And by the way, who thinks like pre-match jackets are pointless? Pointless, yeah. Yeah, like, like I know it's for show and all that, but
1: I think Derby looks a bit tin pot. Like, it was the first time I saw the kit. I was like, oh, just the that kit looks really dull and boring. It looks like they've, like... It doesn't look right without a sponsor. I, I think it just adds to the occasion. It looked like everyone's yeah. like you, good, good bench wear, wear it. Yeah. If, like Derby, you were probably scrabbling around trying to keep your, your club, you know, alive and, you know, off-life support, then... Bench wear is, is probably the last thing you're going to be be thinking about, but yeah, I, I just thought it looked odd. Either both teams like don't wear it, or yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. It doesn't look really like
2: me. their training up, actually, doesn't it? They're, that awake kit it, it does just look like training wear.
0: My favourite colour, though, I like. I did like the colour because it's my favourite colour, but um, we don't need to go into that. Um, there oh. also there was flames as well. There's flames. Once again, when it's a big occasion, they bring out the flames. So that was another thing. Had every there's, always,
3: yeah. there's always flames on the pitch on here when it's a Play. We, you should know that really definitely. Like, it, all, it all adds to the um, atmosphere, in my opinion, and to like the gets the crowd even more, even just a bit of yeah. fire going up. It's yeah, it all adds to the occasion. Oh, sorry, I
0: thought you were talking about the jackets. So I was like, really? Oh, people no, 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 no. <laughs> the
3: jackets wear them when it's winter and you're walking out and it's like one degree, they're not, you know. That's fine. It still gonna take them off though, yeah. <laughs> you? Yeah. to take them off. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sorry. Just, just my feeling on it because it just
0: you. You just watch you wear them, and you just then you just see. I think it's James pulling the the kit man. He just has to then go and just grab them all. It's like, but anyway, I'm just going too much into it. I'm maybe too passionate than I need to be because it's just it's just a thing. Um, but the final thing to just quickly mention before we move on, boys. Um, any other nuggets, notes from you guys for I say the final thing.
2: Just sorry, just to clarify my Marcus Harness uh, comment uh, again. I, I honestly don't fault his work rate, and and I take the point that he's adapted to the team. Um, but is he, you know, Carl Edwards is in form, you know, is he as direct as Carl Edwards? Would I back him to beat a man over over Kyle? Probably not. Uh, but you know, as as the guys have said, he scores goals, and you know, maybe I am just being hypercritical because. Ultimately, he's he's in the team for a reason, and uh, you know I wish him the best of luck. He's got lovely eyes, has not he, Ross? Yes. And uh, yeah, and up with, with eyes like that, you deserve the world. So, good luck to him.
3: Yes. I think it just shows, as we've said so many times before, the options in the squad we have, how we can mix it up. I mean, I was, uh, like people weren't even in the squad. Uh, Friday you got Aluko, Burgess, Kvy, Kamara, Ahadmi. Have I missed any?
0: Of course, people. most of them are, inj- are injured. Yeah, so they're injured, but I said, oh, sorry,
3: yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like, fine. No, I know right, what you mean, mate. When they're all, when they're all fit, you got to think McKenna's going to have some serious headaches. Yeah. But um, obviously, yeah. then we'll, we'll use the strength of the squad when we're in the third, fourth round of the FA Cup. We're all on our way to Wembley in the EFL trophy. So this is when the squad will come in handy. A uh,
2: fully fit KBY not making a match day 18 was unthinkable 18 months ago, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. It just shows where... and uh, And to be fair, um. Uh, Paul Ward's comment again after the game. Uh, he, he spoke about how we're with a blueprint and we've had eighteen months to adjust to the league. And you know, whereas Derby are relying on a really strong first eleven, you know that's that's the difference, isn't it? You know that we have an unbelievable squad, really. Um, and you know, people saying we need to get out of this league. For me, anything other than than top one, you know, could could be deemed as a failure now.
1: If you um, I was going to finish on. If you ever want to see pyrotechnics and you're out my neck of the woods to the to the west towards Wales, go see a a game at the the Millennium. It's not the Principality, it'll always be the Millennium. Oh my God, the the Welsh national anthem, even bring out a sheep, like stereotypes and all that. But it's it's amazing. I haven't been there for a, for a couple of years, obviously. But if you ever get the chance and you ever go out west. Goes here in Autumn International because it is, honestly, I'm not Welsh. I don't think I ever will be Welsh um, unless Wales decides to split off. Um, but it's, it's amazing. Great, great doubt. Come, Come to Cardiff. It's a great city.
0: Good shout, my friend. Good shout. Um, okay, then, boys. A lot of great coverage uh, on a Derby County win. Um, town winning against Derby County not Derby County winning Um, just to clarify for everyone I'm sure you understand what I'm saying Um, but yeah I want to just say one extra thing from Friday night uh, big shout out to Francine um, from Rainbow Tractors of course who also does game day and has been on the social before but she did a great job she had a busy evening doing a lot of interviews with Sky uh, with the club in the fan zone doing some great stuff with Rainbow Tractors of course it was the dedicated weekend uh Rainbow Laces and everything Um, and she you know she, great thing they're doing at the moment and um, she's going to continue that great work throughout the season and and uh, just wanted to sh- give her a shout out she was also at the women's game the women's team won as well just um, there'll be a Tractor Girls talk podcast coming out um, this week with myself Blue Wilson and a special guest um, to look out for that um, but yeah I just wanted to shout out Francine she did a great job um, and yeah big up Rainbow Tractors and
3: everything like that yeah I second okay, that I, yeah. try I second that like I say Obviously, at the game, Francine was like, "Well, you could give a donation for like you should get like rainbow laces or the little um rainbow tractors little pin badge." So I've already got my laces and my tractors ready for Tuesday night. Yeah, no, she she was she done really well. Like I know she was a little bit nervous about things, but absolute star. And everyone, if you can support her, for what she's doing because she's doing a fantastic, fantastic job.
2: Definitely.
1: Yeah, she's so she's so modest as well. I don't, I don't think she quite realizes the kind of the, the seismic effect she's she's having a, around Portman Road. Um, you know, foot, football is for everyone. It, it absolutely is. And you know, we won Family Club of the Year last year. We want everyone to to come to Portman Road and to feel comfortable and to feel like they they belong because we all love Ipswich. But yeah, I I completely agree. Thank you for bringing that up. Boss. She's yeah, a, absolute shining star of the of the, the Ipswich Sound community. And deserves every, every bit of praise that comes her way. Definitely follow, follow Rainbow Tracks on Twitter. Everyone should because she's doing some fantastic work.
0: Definitely, I, I yeah. felt I felt like I didn't want to ask her to do an interview after the Friday night game. So I know she's done like 500 interviews by that point. So I went, I'll, I'll leave, you, leave you to have a lay down. Um, but yeah, Francine, we salute you. Um, okay then, boys, let's go right into the strike. Before, of we course, we get into the Town Debate slash Port Vale preview. Um, a chance for Bainesy, George and Peachy to go head-to-head. Who's going to wear the crown of a strike? Um, um, play at home if you can. Um, if you're driving, then make sure we look at the road. But um, play at home as well and uh, shout out your answers. Um, and then see how many points you get. Okay, then. we've got four questions plus tiebreaker as standard. And the first question... Is on Adam Tanner. He celebrates his birthday this month and um, shout out to Adam. Um, he was actually at the game on Friday, like a, a few players actually, because of course George Burley had his bar opened. Um, and there was a lot of former players there who played under him and stuff like that and played with him as well. Um, Peachy, what are you doing? Stop, stop tapping. Sorry. Strike. I'm getting all excited. Oh, he, is, he is, he loves strike, good old peach. But yeah, Adam Tanner, sorry, you we want, you, you want to see the question, don't you? I'm just going on a tangent here. Um, but he scored on his town debut against which team? Was it Coventry, Leicester or Southampton? It was a game at Portman Road, 2nd of January 1995, if you wanted a date, and the score was 4-2. So uh, an absolute thriller the start of the year in 1995. But Adam Tanner, of course, scored that legendary goal at Anfield as well. But yeah... Debut goal, that must be a dream of anybody's, really, isn't it? To make your debut completely, but also then to actually score your debut, that's just unbelievable. But then I think even if we made our debut and played like 30 seconds, you'll sort of go, Yep, I did it. Um, But yes, anyway, Bainesy, George, Peachy, what are you going for? I'm just going to say
1: Leicester as a complete guess. I've gone Leicester
0: too. George? Uh, I've gone Coventry.
1: What year? What year was it, Ross? Because I, I I yeah. vaguely remember him, but
0: yeah, nineteen ninety five, January, start of the year, nineteen ninety five, and it is Leicester, so it is one one zero. But George, don't worry, my friend. Question two is up next, and you've got a chance here to get a point back. Jermaine Wright also celebrates his birthday this month. Happy birthday, Jermaine! Um, how many goals did he score for Town in two hundred and twenty-one games? I really, really completely said the wrong game there. Um, but there, 221 games. Jermaine Wright, of course, scored some absolute weldies in his time. Of course, that volley. Was was it a Rotherham? Was it a Rotherham? Yes. And Watford as well. What a good goal I went to Watford. Uh, this... um, how many goals? I've got a grape in my tooth. been eating grapes during this episode. Just Pete on <laughs> is very one. been eating some grapes. I like, I like grapes. Oh, well, my my oh, new oh, favourite oh. fruits again. They have to be right. They have to be proper juicy. Um But yeah, enough enough of that. I don't know what I'm, I'm you know, That's what I've got to do. I've got, I've got to fill the blanks while you guys are thinking of the answer. So that's why I've got to say not some stuff while eating grapes. I'm going to
1: go, because the last time I was sharing a screen with Mr Peach, I was facing off against him. So I'm mm. going to go one up from my default strike invitation answer, <laughs> with 34.
0: 34. Okay. Just Aye.
2: shout out lads. Oh,
3: oh, I'll go. Repeat that, George. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. I can be return out. Yeah, I don't think you scored that many. I've gone for seven.
0: Oh, and now.
3: If you saw my reaction
0: if you saw my reaction to Bainesy, I was like, whoa. Because it was whoa. Because he only scores eleven. Eleven goals his time. Um but yeah, eleven goals. So Peachy has taken the lead. Question three is on. Port Vale. How many times has Town won at Port Vale in 17 games? Now, I know Peachy normally does his research and a little brief secondary is like, "Oh, I may know this. but um, <laughs> 17 games. Me. No, uh, but 17 games. Of course, if you get a bang on, boy. So, George, an opportunity here for you, mate. You get two points if you get a bang on. But then also, Peachy can get a bang on and then he's basically run away with the strike this week. Um, but Bainsey can also get in to take the lead. But we'll see if it is 2 1. Zero at the moment. Um, when you got it, just shout out, boys. I've got eight. Eight.
1: Eleven. I've changed my answer three
0: times.
2: Uh, I've got 12, but I did have 11 as well. But
0: I'll say 12. Uh No one's got a bang on, so no two points up for grabs. But Peachy has made it 3-1 because it's six. Only six times. Lucky um, guess. Lucky guess, but those lucky guesses come in. So Peachy... Has pretty much won because the final question isn't a double points question. But um we can still play, of course, um for Bainsey to get. And to, for George, just to get a point, my friend. Now, depends how much you know about middle names and about Ellis Harris's middle name. L- Ellis Harrison, sorry. Ellis Harris? Who's that? But Ellis Harrison, of course, now plays at Port Vale. He didn't play on the weekend, but I was looking, just reading up, it was a minor injury, so he could play on Tuesday. But their top goal scorer at the moment. Um, but yeah, what is his middle name? Is it Wade, Wayne or Warren? Just, you know, you know me on the strike, bring out the middle name question. Always, always a fun fact. Just, you know, read it in your head. Ellis, blah, 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 Harrison, Wade, Harrison, Wayne, Harrison, Warren, Harrison. What what works better? Um, Pete says you're winning and I have one. What is your question? Answer. I've gone what Wade. Wade.
2: I've also gone Wade.
0: Andy? Dwayne. Ooh. It's Wade. Yeah. It's Wade. So, Peachy has got all four questions right. But, George, you got a point as well. So, congratulations, my friend. Um, but now, Peachy has won it overall. But it's a chance here to use a tiebreaker because I'd made the effort to do the research.
3: So, please use a tiebreaker. <laughs> you oh, of cool. you I'm of course. a gambler. Of course I'm going to gamble.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Of Yes, um, of course, gamble responsibly, everybody. Always, yes. always do that, always do that. Um, now, final question is on a man that he's celebrating his birthday this week, and it is good old Carlos Edwards. And it's about his goal as well. Once again, he scored some pretty good goals. But how many goals did he score for town in 191 games? Now, George Bainesy you've got to get a bang on to win. Um, if you don't, then Peachy continues his winning run with the strike um, but yeah of course that late winner against Derby was unbelievable I remember being that away end I was probably at the top of that away end and I was at the bottom of it by the end because yeah just unbelievable um, he did score another late winner didn't he I swear he scored another one somewhere um, but yeah scored a few few good goals good old Carlos Edwards I saw him
3: play on Saturday still playing still
0: 43. playing Burytown wow. bloody yep. hell Carlos, Carlos, Carlos. There's some players who can just they can go on forever, can't they? I know yeah. it's would, you know, Bury Town, but it's still decent level. He's has probably more tough because it's, you know, you've got blokes kicking you here, there, and everywhere. But I'm sure he's still dynamite. Um okay, well we'll start with you, Peachy, just to shout out your answer.
3: I think I've done him to justice, but I'm gonna go seven.
0: Okay. Okay, Bangzi, George.
2: Uh I've got- one, which I think is way over.
0: Bainsey, sorry I didn't hear yours. 12. 12. All right, no one's got a bang on. So, Peach, you do continue the crown of the strike. But, Bangsy, you were so close, my friend. It's 10. Mm. 10, so two away. Um, but, yeah, there we go. Peach, you've won, my friend,
3: as always. Speech. Well, again, I think with this one was two lucky guesses, the last two questions. So lady luck was shining on me tonight. But you know, under pressure with two fierce competitors and George and Bainsy. Happy to keep hold of the crown for another week or two.
0: Yes, my friend. Yes, my friend. As always, hope everyone enjoyed another edition of The Strike. Um, let us know how you got on. Always good. Um, now, let's get cracking then with the next feature of the podcast. It's time for a town debate.
3: Duh, 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 duh. <sighs>
0: I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know where that came from, to be honest. Um, now, as you boys know, we've been getting a lot of the monkeys off our backs this season. Uh, of course, winning on Sky, finally. Um, beating a big team in this division. Um, help me out here. I did make some notes, but I've, I've actually pressed the X on it. Um, there's, there's been loads of monkeys. Beating Acraton, Acraton Beating promotion teams. Because last year we got we didn't win against any of the promotion teams, but this year we've done that already, which has been fantastic. But the next question for you boys is, what is the next monkey to take off the back? Bainesy what do you reckon? Then, what's yours? Monkey to take off our back to go through for the rest of the season.
1: I'll take you all the way back to 2019, when a certain he who shall not be named was was flying, and then that ridiculous contract. He's still <laughs> paid off for. He's uh, he's he's getting paid for, um, but it's about now that the, the wheels usually start to come off towards the the kind of the run up towards Christmas. So my thing for Mr. McKenna, and I have no doubt about this. I'm completely and utterly confident. And feel free to clip this up if it all you know goes goes to nothing. But be top or second by January first. That's the target. Keep keep keeping those positions, and then January to May, just keep, you know, thinking about making a nice gap between second and third, or first and third, ideally. I think that's what we've got to show now. I think, you know, the season's fallen apart, you know, in previous years. Now is the time where Mr. McKenna really has to to earn his earn his money, and make sure that we go into next year in as good. Get a position as, as possible, but as I said, not any any no doubt whatsoever.
0: Good good point, my friend. Good point, and yeah, I'm the same really right now. Top two, it's got it's got to be in it. I don't. I know people love the, the idea of going to Wembley in the playoffs, but not for me. Don't fancy that. Top two, second, win the league. And George, you mentioned it already. Minimum is top one. Uh, what is the monkey you want off the back?
2: Well, it's going to have to be answered um, tomorrow night when this podcast goes out. Uh, When we go to Port Vale, can we win a game of football with this team without Sam Morsey in it? Mm. And and Lee Evans, I suppose, as well. Uh, You know, I I go back to the Colchester game um, when Mr Morsey wasn't playing and I stand by the fact that if he was playing that game, we would have won. Um, One comment I do have about Sam Morsey, just quickly. And... Uh, interested to hear you guys' um opinion on this when we're losing a game, is Sam morsey the one you know as much as we we talk about about um a certain culture the united captain who was with us last season or the season before uh one thing we can say regardless of his ability is he didn't shut up um does Sam morsey lead by example or is it you know when the chips are down does he go a little bit quiet?
3: I I think Morsi is a brilliant captain, but I think with this squad and this team there's more than one leader. So he sort of all G cells up. I must yeah. say I've never I've never really watched like Morrissey when we like if you go, like when we were down at yeah. Morecambe obviously I saw him come out the set of, back the half centre half back the centre. So come on, lads, come on. But like I never watched him if that makes sense, like see if he's G yeah. the team up. Someone look of, out for.
2: There's lots of sort of you know, tapping his head, you know, keep your head in it. There's lots of sort of, uh, just arm movements. There's no real screaming and shouting. And I just, I just wonder, I look at the Plymouth game and we were really up against it. You know, was he imposing his personality on the game enough? Um, in terms of his, you know, not his football ability, but his just general sort of captain, captaincy, I guess. Um, but just back to the point, uh, you know I say that I also think Sam Morsey is excellent and is our is is a is a really really great captain for us and someone who leads by example I think he's 9 out of 10 almost every game he plays um and can we go to Port Vale on Tuesday night and and win without him in the team and it's going to be a huge learning curve for Cameron Humphreys if he does play um I have a hunch that he might not and and McKenna's going to sort of shuffle the pack to sort of Maybe maybe stick like I don't know Connor Chaplin in a sort of midfield role or something like that. Uh, it would be it would be silly because Humphreys could probably do a job, but um, yeah, it's going to be a huge a huge learning curve for this team uh, without without their two star midfielders. And can we get the monkey off our back of winning without without either of them in the team? And I guess we'll find out. You know, this time Tuesday night.
1: Just on um, just on Friday, I, I thought Morsi was, was superb and I agree with Peach. There's lots of great players there. I don't think you necessarily need to be screaming and shouting. I think if you're screaming and shouting all the time and things are going wrong and sometimes maintaining your composure is almost more important than that. It's the same with McKenna on the touchline. You never see him go mental. You never see it. And I would much rather he was like that and he kept his cool. And it's the same with Morsi, I think. He just keeps... Keeps thing's ticking over. I think, you know, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. You know, we can criticise Paul Cook a lot, but he, he brought him here. He, he came here for him. So I think we'll always have to be thankful for that and a, and a lot of other players. Um, but I think this is a huge chance for Humphreys, like, and and on Ball as well, because you can't imagine he's going to drop Morsey at the weekend. So it's either going to be Ball or Humphreys. I can't see Kamara being ready quite... Quite yet, obviously, you know he's, he's still coming back from a, a long-term, long-term injury. Maybe Tuesday night he'll come, come off the bench later on. But th- this is kind of Humphreys and Balls' um, audition to to start to start on Saturday. It's as simple as that. You know, grab his shirt.
0: Yeah, good points. Good points. Um, nice little segue. Always nice segways. I like that. Uh, Pidgey. It's a great point so far. George made a great point about Morsi. You know, that's a great thing. You know, it's the first time we're not going to have him in the squad um, since that culture has the game. Um, But what is your monkey to take off the back?
3: Um, Looking a bit at the future. That was very dramatic. Very dramatic. Oscar coming your way, definitely. Um, For me, it's a cup run. Let's get past the third round FA Cup for me, because last year we got past. Oldham, just Barrow. Let's not even go there. This year, I'd like to think we've got a very easy game against Bracknell. Even though the whole of the nation is going to be wanting Bracknell to win, as you always want the underdog to win, and hopefully we get second round drawn. Obviously, they only going to be like League One teams or below. And then get that third round again. Have we made the third round since we're in League One? Don't think we have? Have we? Nope. Yep. And let's let's get a big boy away. You know, big team away. You know, we'll go, we'll get a surprise win at White Hot Lane, maybe one nil. You never know, but that's the one because even like in the League Cup this year, going out to Colchester, like it was disappointing at the time because, but if you can have a cup run, it's got to be the FA Cup because that's the best domestic competition in the world, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, good shout, yeah, and of course, get the Wembley boys. Well, on John's trophy, nice little party. Eating pizza and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Although there's never pizza about when this competition comes about. You yeah, uh, yeah, know what's that. I'll win that tournament.
2: Sorry to interrupt you. So there's no reason why we we can't win that tournament. And if I was a bookmaker, I'd have us nailed on favourites to do it as well with our with our squad size and our academy. There's there's no reason why we shouldn't be. You know, no reason why we shouldn't be. At least at Wembley, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, boys. Okay, then. Let's segue into Port Vale. We've already spoken a lot about, you know, Morsey going to be missing because they've got that fifth yellow card against Derby. The Evans, hopefully not too serious, but he will likely, yeah, he's going to miss the game. Um, but Bainsey, how are you feeling going to this one? Port Vale, a newly promoted side. They're 14th for League One. They beat Cambridge on the weekend thanks to an own goal. Paul Digby, former town player, putting uh, a ball into his own net. Um, but yeah, trip on a Tuesday night to good old Stoke-on-Trent, the Vale Park. How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, they've not done badly in, in October. I think in their last kind of three league fixtures, they picked up seven points, and obviously the the, the win uh, the win midweek as well. I think it's going to be really tough, and I think a certain Mister Harrison is going to be very very up for for this one and, and sticking uh, sticking one one over us. But I don't expect anything other than a t- tough game. Um, they're in form. Um, I think first half. I don't think there'll be a goal. I think it'll be similar to the similar to the, the game uh, game on Friday night I think it'll come probably 70th 80th minute hopefully and then get a second but I, I think it's going to be a, a very very tight game and I think it it will go right down to the kind of the the, the late the late knock if if you like but yeah regardless of, of where they are on the table you've always got a you know respect a, a side in in form
0: I was on another screen. I was listening, Bancy. I'm always listening. I was just on another screen, just getting other stats up because I want to get stats. Always good stats. Um, but George, what do you reckon then? Port Vale, first trip there for a very long time. The um, game, you know, last year we didn't we didn't win against a newly promoted side, but this year we're very much different. Um, yeah, how are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I echo Bancy's point. Um, I think Ellis Harrison's going to have the. The bit between his teeth. Uh, to be honest, his career uh, trage- trajectory, trajectory, yeah, has really, um, really shocked me. The way he's sort of have gone off it. Um, you know, in our relegation season, I really did think he was he was one of our better players. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I, um, <sighs> I'm a bit undecided about this one. I think uh, we could we could have a situation where we're just trying to break the team down for so long. And, uh, you know, we, we could end up in a real sort of, uh, battle. Um, but, you know, having more, not having a uh, Evans or Morsey might actually end up being our, our biggest strength because we've got, we're going to have two midfielders that are absolutely desperate to make a, an impact and a statement on the game. And, uh, you know, hopefully young, young Cameron can, uh, can really impose his personality on the game. And, you know, I'm, I'm confident of a, of a
0: sneaky little 1-0 win. Ooh, sneaky 1-0 win. Peachy, will you be happy with a 1-0 win or do you want to see us score a few goals? We haven't really had an opportunity to do that away from home yet this season. And we really sort of make a statement win away from home that I know I've completely got that wrong. Maybe we have. only You, troz- you could say with win 3-0, don't
3: we? But...
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I- I'll take a 1-0 Three. all I want is three points at the end of the day. You know, if we were one nil, 2 nil, 2-1. Two, but I think it could be very similar to the Burton game where they're just going to throw everything at us. And um, I spoke to a couple of uh, gentlemen in my local pub who are Cambridge United, season ticket holders. And he, he, they said Port Vale were very organised. So like, most teams come against, they're going to be organised. But like I so say, you've got Ellis Harrison's going to have a point to prove. They've got um, James Wilson, ex man United striker. Young, well, he was a youngster there, wasn't he? I think our Field is going to be a big thing. I can, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Kamara starts. I don't think he should, but you know with McKenna's team selections, he's not surprised to come in. But I think with Ball and Humphreys, they've been playing together in the trophy a lot, apart from the Cambridge game, and they both look solid and work well as a pair. I can see like Humphreys does all the legwork and Don Balls is in there breaking it up. But yeah, it's going to be... But every game in this league is tough. You know, I think any fan who comes nice well, and easy three points. It's just arrogance. Just, everyone's up for a battle. I think we will get the win, but it's will it'll be a late goal. Like, again, break them down, 75th minute, 80th minute, hopefully 1-0. But, yeah, fingers crossed, because then we've got Charlton on Saturday, and that's another another big game, because they're getting into form now a little bit. They've won the last three games. They've the last two, so games come thick and fast.
0: Yeah, Saturday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Saturday, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Bainsey, um, before I go any other business, um, what is Kieran McKenna going to do up front-wise? Because, yeah, we, we went for pace on Friday night, Tuesday night against Port Valle. Is he going to bring Leb Dapo come in to battle with the Port Valle? Do you reckon that's what he's going to do?
1: This, this is a game for big friends. It, it absolutely is, because I think the, these games, you know, it'll probably be quite physical... His hold-up play is really good. As, as I said before, he hasn't perhaps got the, the goals he wanted, but he does offer the team a lot. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see him up front, but I would be very surprised to see Kamara. I think he he's got a lot to offer in the, the latter stages of the season as well. But it's going to be a tough game. It absolutely is. You know, th- this division is is still tough on the, the best of its day. So, so yeah. So fingers crossed. We can we can sneak a sneak a win.
0: Okay, George, over to you. And now I'm putting something on you now, just out of the blue, because I just wanted to just chuck you something. Now, of course, Andy normally does a million pound picks, but he's not around this week. Um, so I am just going to bring out random money here, you know, just pretend money. Um, but what is what is one thing you think is going to happen in the game? I'm also going to get you, Peachy, to do it on you as well, Baines. I'm going to give you, I don't know, one one grey peach to put down. <laughs> Um, George, what do you reckon? Any, anything can happen in the game, just anything. You know, it could be just be a, you can be boring if you want and just do a goal scorer if you want, but go ahead. Uh, what nice little add-on here.
2: What what odds would you give me on at some point in the game Christian Walton making an absolutely worldy save that's going to lead us on to, to getting a win? I'm talking mm. like, ball is zipped across the six-yard line, Ellis Harrison's got his toe on it, and just cat-like reflexes. He's he's palmed it away, and the, and we're thinking to ourselves, yeah, what a goalkeeper we've got. And then that gets us to win.
0: I'm, I'm terrible, really, with odds. Bainesy Peachy, you could help me with this. And then George, you can do the same when I do Peachy and Bainsey. Um What do you reckon? Because you know, Walton is is known for that. He can make some unbelievable world he saves.
3: Are oh, um, we talking talk, this worldy save? It's like you think that's him. Oh, he's saved. It's one of them sort of things. Like, how's he save that? It's like, kind of so-
0: uh, yeah. I mean.
2: I'm not sure whether I, I would I get higher odds if I went on that or just a worldy save in general. Yeah, no, general. You know we'll go, we'll go big or go home. Yeah, we'll say, we'll say it's a. It's one of those ones where he might have just got in the way of it, but you're still thinking he had absolutely no right to save
3: that. Like the foot save at uh, Burton Albion. Exactly mm-hmm.
1: like that. I did used to work for a bookmaker back in the day as well. So I don't know, Peach. What are your? Who did you work for?
3: <laughs> I, I work I work for a uh, company, uh, medical supplies, working a warehouse. Oh. So I've got no idea when it comes to odds, but I'd say sixteen to one.
1: Seems about seems about fair.
3: Yeah. 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 You happy
2: with that, George? I'll put four pints of grapes on that, please.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Sounds good. I don't know what that returns. I can't really do the math right now, but <laughs> I'll get to, I'll get back to you on that. Great. Great God. Yes. Yes, indeed. I've only got one left, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'll see, leave that for the outro to enjoy that. <laughs> um, Peachy, what is your million-pound pick? What are you, anything that could happen again?
3: Mine's sort of slightly boring, but hear me out. It's going to be a Genoi Danassian goal, not a with a goal. Mm. But what is going to happen is he's going to put a cross in, and it's going to it's going to miss our play and deflect. You're going to get a little deflections in it. Wrong foots to keeper. So it's yeah. not a. You could call it an own goal, or you could call it a Denasyan goal well, He'll the it. He'll claim Yeah, it. exactly. He'll claim it. So it's not going to be like a. It's going to edge a box. He's going to fire it in the top corner. He's just going to put a cross in. It's going to hit like defenders' back heel and sort of like it's going.
0: Hmm. What do you reckon, then, George Bainesy? I would he honestly. Score.
2: Give, I'll give a thousand to one on Geno's scoring. I don't think it's ever happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I love him, but.
2: Yeah, you know, right. or where you think you could actually have scored there? I can't remember what one it was. It you just sort of took someone on, and I'm thinking, you know what? You're you're so selfless. You crossed it. It probably led to a goal, knowing him. But yeah. uh, I'm thinking, just take the shot on yourself, mate. Yeah. Back yourself. No wonder you've scored one goal in your career and you're nearly thirty. Yeah, mad. Is it is mad. A yeah.
0: thousand,
3: to, a thousand
2: to one. Then yeah, yeah. A thousand one. Yeah.
3: I'll put 10 grapes and on I'll, that And case. I'll pay, I'll give you
0: 1,000 grapes. I'll give 1,000 <laughs> grapes. Oh, it's been amazing a return now, boys. Oh, unbelievable return. Love J.D. Um, as
1: well. No offence to him whatsoever. No, no. He, no, he knows, he's he knows, a he knows it as an well.
3: an absolute you know, g- gem to, to the yeah. club, so yeah. there's no hate on, on J.D. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's that selfish. He doesn't shoot. That's why he's going to cross it and he's going to go in. He's just going to play that. That's my yeah, goal, gonna
0: my goal. A A1's going to, yeah. Even, not, even the goals, Pano people, they'll go... He's only scored one goal in his career. Yeah, I've got to give it to him. If it's the, like, a massive deflection, now nah, give it to him. Give it to him. Um, okay, then we'll see what happens there. Bainesy, then, my friends, what is your million-pound pick for the Port Vale game? I'm
1: going to go very simple. Well, simpleish. Edwards is going to start. So, and I think the first half, there'll be no goals. And then I think he will be first goal scorer in the second half.
0: Okay. Still some thinking behind that. Um, George Bank Peachy, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, uh,
2: twenty
0: to
3: one. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, but he has yeah. he has he has to start. Yeah, he can't come on in the second half.
0: Would that be void? Would that be voided then? Yeah. Or yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, because
1: that's that's te- that's technically a double. Because I yes. guess as a bookmaker, you wouldn't go that intricate, would you? That'd be a request a bet so i guess yeah. Yeah, he didn't yeah. start and he didn't come on in the first half and that's a void bet yeah well with with that in mind i'll can, how much can i stick on
0: this you, you got you got the whole bowl of grapes in front of you mate how much How much you got there i'm i'm just gonna go 100, it 100 to with.
1: 100, 100 bags 100 bags on that i think that'll be a nice little return
0: nice return um we'll let everyone know? Um. We'll find out on Tuesday night <laughs> if your bets come in. We'll we'll put that um, in the in the chat and uh, we'll, we'll find out if any of those come in. Um, but it's been a great show as always, Beanzie George Peachy. Thanks for joining me, Bainsey, Any other business, my friend?
1: No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks for thanks for having me back. It's it's been a been a while, but enjoyed it.
0: Top man, top man, George.
2: Just just a couple of things very quickly. Uh first of all, just a quick point. Sorry. Sorry. That's no, why I love my apologies. I was uh I was on a, a bookmaker, I think I it might have been on Friday. Uh I can't say their name for legal reasons, I'm sure. But they were offering eighty to one for Genoa Denasian to be first goal scorer. Not only oh. a goal scorer, the first goal scorer, eighty to one. And that is just printing money. Um I don't know who has ever taken that bet, but they they need to seek help. Um, and just a one a bit more serious point. Um, would the guys agree with me that it's a bit of a weak division this year? There's a lot uh, of big, in it, but not there's a lot of big teams in it. But are they good teams?
3: Yeah, I, I yeah, I can agree with that because you look at last season, was it Sunderland, Rotherham, Wigan as well? They were all very good sides as well,
2: or Wednesday picking up results here and there or whatever. Yeah, as
3: well. yeah it just seems the bigger team, like, there's no respect to Derby and Barnsley, they haven't started as well as you thought they might. And Peterborough, they're now come back in a form, but they've not started the way they normally do in this league. So I yeah, know, I definitely see a point there.
2: I'll just do a quick hot take as well. Uh, I I think Plymouth will finish sixth or below because I think Stephen Schumacher, is it Schumacher who's asking him? Yeah. He'll be he will be gone by by Christmas, like the next PM, no doubt. Oui, 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 oui. I think he'll be gone because I think um, I think you know he's a he's a very good manager, and no disrespect to Plymouth, compared to us with a very good young manager, I'm not sure they quite have the pull to keep a manager like that. Whereas we do, and I think losing him would be would be catastrophic to them because I I hate to say that they're a flash in the pan because I do think they are a very good team, but. I, I don't think they can sustain it. But I hope I'm wrong because I, I like Plymouth as a, as a place and as a team and I hope they go up.
0: Good hot take. Always good hot takes to bring to the party. like that. Uh, Peachy then, my friends, to end the podcast. Any other business?
3: None at all, sir. None at all. Yeah. all
0: right. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Um, <laughs> well, it's been a great show. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening. Um, on your way to Port Valley, if you are. Safe journey. Um, of course, we've got a shout out to our sponsors at Manscaped. Use the code KOA to get 20% off and free delivery with the code KOA at manscaped.com. Um, of course, leave us a review. If you haven't already. we've had some great reviews recently, uh, recently. So thank you very much for that. Um, of course, leave us um, a follow on Kings of Angle on all the socials. Of course, follow Bainesy and good old George and Peachy um, on their platforms as well. And um, we'll be back with much other content. Of course, the main flagship show we'll be back this week as well with the boys. And also track the Girls Talk. So stay tuned for all the content that we're bringing you. And I'm going to go now because I'm going to have my final grape to enjoy. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye for now. From true crime to
1: football, Brexit to hopeful. For more great
0: podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel Archon.